His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I'm so grateful you're along with us this morning because we'd love for you to get to know the story of Emma. Emma Bailey, a senior at Southern Nash High School, Life took a major change in just a fraction of a moment. See, Emma was in a car accident. It was Friday, May 25th, so just about three weeks ago. She went around a curb, lost control of the car. The car flipped, and at that point, it hit a light pole. Emma suffered a devastating spinal cord injury. A person living nearby rushed to the scene, and Emma asked him to pray with her as they waited for EMS. And the first medic to arrive on the scene was Michael Baker. Michael joins us live on Skype right now. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here and helping to share this story. We understand that Emma was asking for prayer almost immediately. Yes, ma'am. Immediately she was uh, hysterical. And uh, once I figured out how serious her injuries were, we uh, I'd got her halfway stabilized. And once we got her out of the vehicle that she was in and into the ambulance. That was the first thing she was doing was pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. And um, at that point, we really couldn't stop doing what we were doing to try to pray at that point in time. We were trying to tell her that. Then she got angry with us and said, are y'all even Christians? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bold and, young uh, lady, huh? She she was. She was. And, uh, but uh, we were finally able to calm her down a little bit. She wanted to sing some. We were trying to tell her that, you know, We'll pray for you in our mind uh, as we're doing our job and uh, try to get things taken care of. You know, I read in a newspaper article that his radio was on in the ambulance. How did that happen? Uh, well, <laughs> it's a funny story, but she uh, she had told us that since we couldn't pray, how about sing? Can we sing? And uh, we said, sure, what do you want to sing? And next thing we know, she's over there singing Amazing Grace. And I'm going, whoa, 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 whoa. This ain't the right song to be singing right now. It's a great song, but it, no. Uh, we need something a little more uh, cheerful. And uh, so I hollered at the, the uh, driver of the ambulance, and I said, turn it to 88.5 and turn it wide open. Well, I can tell you for sure we sang uh, Reckless Love, but I know we had about a 40-minute ride uh, to Wake Med from where we were at in Nash County. So we sang quite a few, but um, there's so much going on. I, I do know we sang Reckless Love, which happens to be Emma's favorite song and my favorite song, my wife's favorite song. I, I think right now it's a whole bunch of people's favorite song. Yes. Oh, the community has really rallied around Emma. Also joining us this morning is Christy O'Leary. Christy's daughter is one of Emma's best friends. Christy, what made you want to help this family i'm not gonna be able to talk um she's just a light to this to her friends and to her school and she, we all go to church together and she's one of my daughter jordan's really good friends and she's just she's just amazing girl i mean she just she's everything you want your daughter to be so this community has gone crazy i mean we're selling t-shirts and we're having fundraisers at the painted teacher this saturday from 10 to 2 and t-shirt sales have been crazy her other good friend um lauren Fosnot, who does those amazing videos she is so talented has done all those videos they've made eight thousand dollars on t-shirts in a few days and it's just it's going crazy every billboard you ride by it says pray for emma or stand for emma my school um i work at nashville elementary and I just put that same phrase up there yesterday before my last day of school. It's all over the community, the fire stations, the schools, the businesses. It's just 
gone crazy. She has an amazing family and parents and um, brother. It's just, it's awesome. You just want to be a part of that. And you want to be a part of that light and help um, shine the light for Emma as we stand for Emma. I'm so grateful that they have you in their life and Michael in their life. And I'm very curious. It's been three weeks. How is Emma actually doing now? Well, she's she told Michael, I'm going to get Michael in here. She told Michael that she felt some tingling in her feet. And so we're praising the Lord for that. And I'm just waiting for God to wake her legs up because I, I believe he's going to do it. And Michael, we understand that she was able to leave the hospital to take part in her high school graduation, which was just a beautiful moment. Actually, here's a clip uh, of Emma's name being called and her being able to get her diploma while she was in the gurney. Emma Christine Bailey. What went into making that happen, Michael? Wow, well, the planning for that uh, started probably uh, three days after her car accident. So there was a whole lot of uh, prayer that that could happen. But uh, luckily, thanks to uh, the wonderful staff at Wake Med Southern Nash High School and uh, a little help from Nash County EMS, we were all able to uh, to pull it off and make that uh, special moment happen for him. That is absolutely amazing. Michael and Christy along with us talking about Emma, who was in a car accident, hit a pole, and was paralyzed from the waist down. And her story is phenomenal. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Emma Bailey is a senior at Southern Nash High School. Life took a major turn for her when she was in a single car accident about three weeks ago, went around a curve and lost control. But God is really being faithful to this family, to this community, as they pour love on Emma after this devastating spinal cord injury. We've been talking with Michael Baker, who was the first respondent on the scene, and Christy, who's along with us, who is a mom of one of Emma's best friends. You guys even put t-shirts together for Emma, which I think is just so cool. And and from what I understand, Emma even made the design on the back of these t-shirts for the fundraiser. That's right. She's awesome. She's in the hospital right now. And and Emma, we want to talk directly to you at the moment. Uh, and mom, Janet, if you are there at the hospital, will you please take out your cell phone and video this right now? Because Emma, there's something special for you. Now, now as we heard from Michael earlier, you guys sang this song. Reckless love of God as you're going to the hospital. In the, uh, in the ambulance and how that just moved you and helped you. Corey Asbury, the voice behind that song who wrote the song, heard your story, Emma, and has this message just for you. Hey, Emma, Corey Asbury here. Um, I got the email about you earlier while I was in a prayer meeting and really felt the Father whisper to me um, the song by Jason Upton. It's an old song and it's Emma. Not Alone is the title of the song, and uh, immediately just tears in my eyes and um, reading the lyrics, and the verses are, uh, don't be afraid, baby, don't you cry, daddy's here, it'll be all right, you're not alone, and don't be afraid if you scrape your knee, got a band-aid waiting and a kiss for free, you're not alone, you're not alone. And uh, just felt him whisper, you're not alone. I know it's difficult, uh, but he's with you, and he's the comforter. 
You're, you're not alone, Emma. That's Corey Asbury. His special message just to Emma. Uh, Christy, are you okay? I see you crying. <laughs> Quite a special moment, wouldn't you agree? Michael, what does it mean to hear that from Corey? That was uh, that's very special. I know it's gonna mean a whole lot to uh, to Emma, and it got the room all uh, dusty and cloudy for me. So I, I know what it's gonna do to her. That's that was right. awesome. It that sure. Was, was. Thank you guys for doing oh, that. Oh, you're so so welcome. God gets all the glory in that. Emma, we love you, and we're praying for you today. His morning crew. Oh, she loves a deal. That's why when she visits the discount grocery store, she always comes up with a discovery. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, come with me to the grocery store. I'll meet you there forevermore. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, I like you are. Here's your treat for the day, Rob. Oh, boy. I hope you're hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, you probably eat a lot of health bars, right? I do my best. A lot of them taste like sawdust. They can. Yes. Yeah. So t- try this one. Oh, Open really? the package. I covered up the label so you can't she see did. what you're eating. She wrapped it up in posty notes so I can't peek. <laughs> but I think you're going to like this one. Okay, so, so. So take a big bite. A big. Do you notice how she said take a big bite? And I have had one of these before, so be careful because they are a little hard. <laughs> mm. Well, it's a little chewy. A little chewy. It's got some kind of vanilla in the taste of this one. Mm-hmm. Do you like it, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad? Not bad. Um, well, this is called a Jimmy Bar. Have you ever heard of a Jimmy Bar? It's a high-protein bar. This is lemon vanilla swirl flavor. That's what I used to use to jack open cars when I'm back in my day. <laughs> a Jimmy a Bar. Jimmy Bar. But the uh, founders, they created this company just a few years ago, and their idea, their benchmark, was that they wanted to create a company a product where a six-year-old would be able to read all the ingredients on the label. Oh, for real? Yeah, because they don't want any chemicals in there. Oh, well, good. Well, I thought that was kind of fun. But, you know, it's made with high-quality whey and wholesome ingredients, so mm-hmm. it's supposedly this can keep you full for like six hours. Oh, I'm in. And if you bought a 12-pack of these, I mean, you could pay 25 30 bucks. Okay. Well, how much was it? $3.95. No. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Last time you were at the gas station, was there any kind of activity going on, or was it just people going in and out and getting their stuff and paying for their gas and leaving, and that's about it? Cleaned out my car. Oh, you did? All the straw wrappers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they were productive. <laughs> yeah. That was nice. There's a group of teenagers that goes around to gas stations. Um, they're not really loitering. Instead, they're trying to stay out of trouble. And what they do is dance. At gas stations, around the pumps, and they do more than dance. It's like a routine. It's like you're watching America's Got Talent kind of routine. Wow. Yeah, they just want to stay out of trouble. They're not a part of any group, any organized thing. They just go around and go, you know what? We're going to stay out of trouble. We're going to entertain some people. We're going to dance at the gas station. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Bust a move. Yeah, they, they caught up, uh, as a matter of fact, with Stay Tune ENT, and they uh, said at WLBT TV uh, this with the guy at the Murphy gas station in town. 
Man, I've been dancing since I came out the room. I really have. We, if we don't have anything to do, we, we don't just go in the streets and get in trouble and all that type of stuff. We just like to dance. Me personally, I'd rather have young men out here doing something positive than out here robbing still. Doing crimes. Hey, you want to dance, dance. And they do. <laughs> and they dance. That was one of the employees at a Murphy gas station where they show up and they just dance. If you want to dance, dance. They do. And they do. They stay out of trouble. This is their way of saying, you know what, we're not going to get into bad stuff. We're just going to do some routines at a gas station. Kind of brings new meaning to uh, pump up the music. Yeah, right? Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. My five-year-old Sammy is really into squirrels right now, of all things. He loves chasing them. <laughs> the other day when wow. we were... The other day when we were at the park, I caught him uh, singing his Squirrel Patrol song. This is him saying squirrel. Squirrel! Squirrel Patrol! Squirrel! 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 Good just job! love the way he says squirrel. It just makes my heart happy. It'll be sad when he starts saying all these words correctly, you know? Yeah, but he doesn't have to. <laughs> well, you know, there's something about becoming a grown-up. You have to say words correctly, but he's going to love hearing this story about a sneaky squirrel at Disney World. A squirrel was caught on camera stealing M&Ms from the candy section of a shop in Magic Kingdom. And yes, they were peanut M&M's. Oh, no. Which Good I thought was hilarious. He doesn't have an allergy. <laughs> and, you know, I got to thinking about this, and I was like, judging by how expensive things at Walt Disney World are, I'm guessing this squirrel is looking at felony charges if he's caught. Could be. <laughs> unless it's the the Animal Kingdom mm. of Disney World, then it'd be okay. You think he'll be allowed? He might, as long as he pays. <laughs> How would a squirrel pay? Oh, somehow, some way. Mm. He could leave something behind. Okay. Well, there he goes. Off mm-hmm. <laughs> to Never Never Land. <laughs> That's Wait. right. Yeah. That's at the Magic Enjoy. Kingdom. Yeah. Enjoy your peanut M&M's. <sighs> we love you, squirrel. Okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. I heard Allison say earlier about this squirrel that's shoplifting from Disney. Yeah. From Disney, dude. Who shoplifts from Disney World? He's so greedy. I know the prices are expensive, but what was it, a bag of... Peanut M&M's. Peanut M&M's. Smart squirrel, huh? Mm-hmm. So the one thing that Allie was worried about was how the squirrel was going to pay for all that. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Daniel's here, and I think Daniel has a thought about that. What is it, Daniel? Daniel, my brother, where are you? Oh, there you are. Go ahead, Daniel. Hey, Allison, I really know how that uh, squirrel can pay for those uh, M&M's. Oh, do tell. A corn at a time. <laughs> that was a great was fun. I need a good laugh. I'm, I'm having a rough week. Oh, What's going on? Not good news from the doctor. And I'm just I'm just praying, God, is this where you want me to be anymore with uh, the job? And uh, just it's just... Uh, I don't know. Those last two songs you played with Just Pray and Don't Give Up, I'm like, man, I'm just trying to plow through. My wife and I are praying. I was like, okay, God, you know, how come you don't want us to start a family? Where, where do you want us to go next with the job? Um, I'm not happy there anymore. Um, and I'm just praying for, just for God's will right now. It's just really a rough week for my wife and I both. Oh, man, Daniel, I'm so sorry about that. You know, I have a feeling... That this newer song we're playing on his radio 
from Alyssa Turner just might help you and your wife out today. So we're going to play this just for you guys. It's Miracles on his radio. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Here's a great dad who really wants to connect with his teenager. You see, this father is a Gamecock alumni. He is a fan. He even collects all the memorabilia. So he thought, I'm going to do something with my son. We're going to do a project together. We're going to get some Legos, and we're going to build a replica of the William Bryce Stadium. It wasn't a tiny little project. It was a 5,000-piece Lego project. And when you see the pictures on this on his Twitter account, it's amazing. The stadium looks so real. It's like you could play football in the thing. It's huge. It is huge. And they didn't have any step-by-step instructions. They did it off a picture. (laughs) Isn't that crazy cool? Off a picture. Uh, How long do you think? I'm going to ask Allison. How long do you think it took to build this thing? I mean, I'm going to say five years. A week. (laughs) One week. No, 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 no. They started in March. Oh, that's still amazing. And they just wrapped it up last week. It takes me hours to do the ones that are for kids that are like, you know, five and six years old. Uh Uh-huh. I can't imagine how long this would take me. But made a whole stadium. It looks so cool, special too. special for a dad and son to do that together. Yeah, so I'm sure they're going to have an incredible Father's Day. Taking the thing apart and starting all over again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Hey, okay. Um, Father's Day is coming up, right? And if you have one of those brain cramps, you're like, I don't know what to get, Dad. Here's a thought. Maybe he would like, oh, his his face in a bust. You know how they sculpture your face and you put it up on a mantle, something like that. That would look nice. Um, I'm thinking, here's a thought. I'm thinking out of a 40-pound block of cheese to sculpture your dad's face. Well, that would be creative. Mm-hmm. Very creative and tasty. Tasty. Maybe. Kraft actually did this. So on Tuesday night, they closed the bid on their eBay and they were looking for the top five bidders. I think the top five close to that time before they took the eBay page down was near $2,600. What? Yeah. So that was like the highest bid at that time. It was close to $2,600. They're helping out Feeding America. So there's a method to their madness at Kraft Cheese that's mm. doing this for five people right now. There's like a $25,000 grant. So they're going to match every one of those gifts and then give it to Feeding America to help feed the needy throughout the area. So... 56 people, as far as we know, have wanted the opportunity to make dad's face into a cheese block or a cheese block into their dad's face. (laughs) Something like that. Well, they can't keep this forever, right? It'll melt. I don't know. Mold. Spray it with something (laughs) when it comes. And they can't eat it, right? Or get a lot of crackers. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It'll be weird to get dad's nose. Right? Yeah. So even though Kraft's not doing that right now, I'm sure you can find somebody who can do that. It's a wonderful gift idea. Yeah, just a DIY project Mm -hmm. for you. You know, Jim Mann's birthday is next week. (gasps) Hey. Oh. Hey. Yeah, don't tell anybody. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. June is Internet Safety Month, and I want to talk about social media and kids. Now, my son is only five, so he doesn't have any social media accounts yet. But it's only a matter of time, you know. I I understand that there are some age limits for things like Facebook and Twitter, but a lot of kids just 
They know, do it. Yeah, yeah. they and do it anyway. Then mom and dad let them do it. Right. So I want you to think about some things that you can do to keep your kids safe on Facebook because that's a big deal right now. One of the things that experts say is that parents should always insist that their children be friends with them on Facebook because that means that parents will be able to see what their child is posting. Mm -hmm. And that's so key uh, because they don't always think about the consequences. That's true. (laughs) Exactly. But you need to have that talk with them and, and tell them how they should never post anything without thinking about what kind of ramifications it might have. And also never post anything that has personal information like your address or phone number or location, things like that. Um, You shouldn't share your password. Don't accept friend requests from people unless they know them. That's really important. And then parents also need to familiarize themselves with Facebook's privacy settings because there are ways you can go in there and make it a little safer for your kids and make sure that people aren't seeing things they post that shouldn't be seeing it. One of the things that I do in my house is I have every one of their passwords. Mm. And if they have something I don't have the password to, it's deleted off their phone. Yeah, Until they give me the password. I like that. Yeah. Well, this is just one of those uh, tips that we've been sharing all week long because I said June is Internet Safety Month. And we've put those up on our Facebook or on our um, blog at hisradio.com. And we've also got a fun giveaway going on that ends tomorrow. So text the word SAFE, just the word SAFE, no emoji, nothing else, just one word SAFE to 800-447-7234. That'll get you to the blog. Comment on that blog. And when you do, you're in the running for one of these DVDs we have from Kirk Cameron. And it's about parenting and social media. He's talking to all these incredible experts in this DVD, and it's called Connect. So we'd love to get this in your hands. All you have to do is just text the word SAFE to 800-447-7234. You'll see the blog that Allison has all these tips about Internet Safety Month on there that'll help you navigate through this and parenting. And when you make a comment, you'll have an opportunity to win one of those DVDs. More than just pretty voices. This high school pitcher did a phenomenal game, and he struck out the last man at bat. And because of that, these guys, this high school in Minnesota, advanced to their state championships. But something different happened. Instead of this pitcher celebrating with the rest of his teammates, he went over to the batter, and he hugged the batter. Why? because they grew up together. They were very close high school friends, which is amazing. Uh, Minnesota strikeout, hug out goes viral is the name of this whole phenomenon that happened because it's all over the internet right now. And people are like, that's just too, too cool. These guys grew up together. He felt bad, he struck out. And so the pitcher went and he hugged him. Meanwhile, the rest of his team is celebrating, jumping up and down, you know, so he's missing out on this celebration because that friendship meant so much to him. Yeah, and he didn't go and hug and then go join the celebration where the hats are going up in the air and they're dancing around to the pitcher's mound. He walked to the dugout with his friend. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Rob, Allison, and Jim. Few things are more important to little kids than their birthday parties, right? Well, Sammy's birthday, my five-year-old, isn't even until the end of August. He's already been tossing out a couple ideas for months now. <laughs> but hardly a week goes by that we're not invited to a birthday party. And of course, they are fun, but they can get expensive. Gifts can cost $10, 15 even $20. But there's this big trend in kids' birthday parties. I had never heard of this. What's that? Let me know if you've heard of it. 
Uh, instead of giving material gifts, party guests are asked to bring $5 cash in a card. And this is for really? little kids. Yeah. It's, you know, because I guess it's easy on the guests and it also helps kids to save up for bigger items that they may want or need. One mom said that her daughter was saving up to buy a year long zoo pass. Okay. Uh, so this idea really helped with that. But other parents think it seems really impersonal and it's kind of weird to give a little kid cash. So I don't know. What do you hmm. think? That's a really good question. I could see. So I have a 10 year old. That's my youngest. Yeah. So I could probably see him getting cash if he was trying to save up for something. Mm -hmm. But for Sammy, because her son's five. Nah. He wouldn't want. Well, I mean, he he wouldn't say no to cash, but it's more fun to open a present. Yeah. You know, but then I think of all the birthday parties I have to go to and all the presents I have to buy. Five bucks is a little easier. <laughs> yes, yeah. It is. Unless you go to the dollar store. Um, well, what are your thoughts about this? This whole uh, cash for kids instead of gifts? I guess it depends on the age. Mm. Won't you join the conversation? 800-447-7234. That's 800 his radio Mornings with his morning crew. Allison saw this thing about it seems like more people are giving cash to kids for their birthday. Like what, a five dollar instead of instead of bringing a present, bring five bucks or something. Yeah, like they're that, calling right? it a fiver party. Oh, and, for real. And specifically asking for five dollar bills inside a card instead of a gift. They named it something. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, so well, I guess. <laughs> so, wh what are your experiences in this? Join the conversation. 800-447-7234. Heather says it depends on the age. When I was ten, I got ten dollars from my uncle, and I thought I was rich. Huh. When I would get that get money when I was younger, that I didn't seem to care about. I wanted toys, and then Danielle texted, "I like this idea. I have a three and." a five-year-old, and we have way too many toys. I like the idea of them learning to save up money for a bigger item or experience that they want. Well, there is that, because sometimes they'll get the toy and never touch it. Mm, yes. Never touch it. Okay, so Charlotte's joining us. What's your experience, Charlotte? A friend actually is having a baby shower, and her baby shower is um, books for baby, and so she's just like, just bring us books. And I was like, awesome! That's cool. <laughs> you know who else just did that? Jo Joanna Gaines from Fixer Upper. That oh, was the awesome. theme she had. You you just hit Allison's love language here. <laughs> <laughs> Fixer Upper. You know how to turn that right around in well, that. I knew she was starting a trend. <laughs> she sure did. So what about you? Your thoughts? 800-447-7234. Mornings with his morning crew. It's these Fiverr parties. I don't know if you heard of them, but these are birthday parties where it's called a Fiverr where you just bring five bucks. No gift, nothing else. Five bucks. Boom. You're done. Mm. Seems to be a trend that a lot of people are doing, but it's like, really, does it work? Yeah, and we've got some varying opinions. John says, I think it's a great idea. It's never too late to start saving or too early, right? And then Jessica says, you know, part of the fun of going to parties as a little kid is picking out the present and the anticipation of seeing your friend's face when they see it's a super awesome present that you picked out. Plus, it's teaching your kid to give impersonal gifts. And the best gifts are the ones that are thought out. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. That is a very good point, Jessica. So we're hearing from, this is Shannon. What, what's your uh, what's your experience, Shannon? Oh, my gosh. We go to millions of birthday parties. Last year it was 22. I kept count because I, I told my daughter this year, I was like, you know, we got to set a cap on how many we go to. And yeah, so we right? said five. We picked five, you know, kids, and we know that it's already three. So 
We did the five in like month, January and February. <laughs> yeah, really? Especially with 22 of those parties last year? Oh, my word. I know. That's I know. like $500 on birthday parties. Just on birthday parties. And then you got to think about your own kid's birthday party, and you're going to spend anywhere from 50 to $200 just to have a party. So I think the $5... It's a long shot, but I think it's a great idea. Well, it'll save yeah. you. It definitely save you some money. Yes, yes, it would. <laughs> His morning crew. I was at the Commerce Club in downtown Atlanta a few years ago, and I saw something crazy as I was looking out over the skyscrapers on the 49th floor of this building. There was a grasshopper on the outside of the window. 49th floor. Well, that's kind of high for a grasshopper, wouldn't you say? I have no idea how it got there, but in in my head, I'm thinking there's a metaphor for life somewhere in this story (laughs) of this. How did this grasshopper get to the 49th floor of a skyscraper? And I was reminded of that when I saw this story about a raccoon that has reached celebrity status in downtown St. Paul, Minnesota. That's because he was on top of a building. The maintenance people, at first he was he was pretty low, so they tried to get him down, but instead the raccoon got scared, and when raccoons get scared, they go up, oh, not no down. So there's video of this raccoon scaling the skyscraper. I mean, he looks like... Um, Spider-Man? Spider-Man, thank you. I'm like, who's that superhero that climbs building? Yeah, Spider-Man. And finally, he stopped outside the 23rd floor on a window ledge. It's almost like your cat or your dog climbed up a skyscraper. It's kind of the same thing. It really has to rescue itself. That's the only option this raccoon has right now. Okay, well, good thing that guy was wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Because what they did is some really smart people, they put a trap up on the roof along with some very aromatic food, and the raccoon climbed the rest of the way up the skyscraper onto the roof, and then they were able to trap him. That's good. So he's safe. He did not fall, thankfully, and he's a superstar, and they've even made T-shirts and tote bags and everything that you can buy with this raccoon on it. Here's the thing. I saw a news story on this. And there were people on the lawn below camping out with binoculars, <laughs> watching the raccoon scale this skyscraper for a couple of days. Wow. And that's something that else. That is something. I, I'm glad the raccoon's okay. Me too. More than just pretty voices. Best Father's Day ever. Why? Because this dad's son is taking him this weekend because he's an uber soccer fan or the real football fan to Russia for the World Cup for Father's Day weekend. That's a nice trip. His son's doing this for him. Oh, his son is four. Okay. And he got the trip for him. His son is four years old. Yeah. The young man is and his dad are going to meet all the players of the uh, Mexico-Germany match on Father's Day. I did say the boy's four, right? Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out how he worked this out. Well, um, it was a secret handshake. And he told his story to Fox 4 KC. We have bonded more as a father and son, and we've uh, practiced even more um, just to be active. And, uh, you know, just this soccer in general has been fun for the both of us. They tried out for a McDonald's um, contest that was going on about a cool handshake. It was a sweepstakes. And so these guys had a cool handshake, and now they're going to the World Cup. I'd say that's a cool handshake if you get a free trip to Russia for the World Cup.
And it wasn't just like you stick your hand out and do something. No, it was like elbows and all this other stuff that was into that cool handshake. So congratulations to little Daniel. You're four and you're taking your dad to the World Cup. That's pretty awesome. Yep. Hashtag goals. Yeah, right?